0: hello i'm gonna take it nice and slow it was raining outside so this is just uh fitting <laughs> what's up people uh welcome to creative theater podcast the show that brings you conversations with visual artists about how they got to where they got what their day-to-day is like what their struggles are thoughts on the art world and a lot a lot more today in studio i was uh, really waiting for this one because he's a very special fella aka grizzly frog maybe you've heard of him uh, he's an illustrator concept artist. Lead character designer at Titmouse Animation Studios, the one and only Sunny Shah. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for making in the studio. I yeah. Always appreciate Thanks for it. Having me, this yeah. is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I know Sundays are uh, tricky, but thank you so much for getting in here. Um, so I guess off the top, uh, you've been yeah you're working at Titmouse, been Bardell DHX, you've been Animation Studio uh, Studios for a while. Mm-hmm. Is uh, animation the one for you?
1: Um. It was it's, I mean, it's, well, something I really like, but when I was coming out of school yeah. I was definitely a lot more interested in games and um, kind of trying to see if I could work at a studio that made games just because at the time I really enjoyed like the art side of it, the interactivity side of it, the, the whole like, kind of interdisciplinary side of games. Yeah. Uh, and I worked at a game studio, for two game studios, uh, for about a year. Um, and then uh, animation kind of just worked out that way. And I've been liking it ever since.
0: But is, was did it work out by accident or on purpose? Like, are you happy that you've transitioned? Yeah, yeah, yeah? definitely. Yeah. It was
1: it was by accident. Uh, one of my friends that I went to school with, and um, he couldn't take the job at Bardell. <laughs> and so he was super nice, and he recommended me. Nice. And uh, it worked out from there. And uh, for me, it was perfect timing because I... I get nervous when it comes to like a job. I was definitely nervous <laughs> out of school. My parents were nervous. You know, everyone's nervous. Because uh, like, you know, hey, school's done. Congratulations. But yeah, tried to look, get a job. now you got <laughs> to survive, dude. Yeah. Uh, got to eat and stuff. And uh, it takes money. Yeah. Um, so uh, game series definitely helped me kind of get my foot into, into the door for studios and getting yeah. used to working, like, you know, on schedule and all that stuff. But with game studios, I found the contracts were very like tiny, mm. like like months, like six months would be like a pretty decent one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when the animation studio gig came and they're like, "We'll offer you one year," I was like, "Wow, that's <laughs> that's pretty long." <laughs> and then it kind of dawned that upon me that like that's pretty n- normal because mm-hmm. of a season is about a year's worth of time to make and stuff. So. It yeah. worked out pretty well,
0: and so I guess also the the, the steady, the well, nature kind of helps as well. Is everything in animation? Yes, definitely. Because sometimes it's not too, right. Have you experienced any downs in animation, or you've been pretty steady I since you entered it?
1: Feel I've been pretty lucky to feel pretty consistent. That's because you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also timing. Like, uh, I guess I kind of ca- came into animation when it was really good, and now it's like really really good. Like, yeah, it's that's true. a lot of work, so. I, I've talked to people that have definitely experienced downs, and yeah. I guess I've been lucky enough not to experience it. Cross my fingers, uh, not yeah. some wood, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> There's
0: no wood here. <laughs> but I guess yeah, it is really thanks to uh, all this like uh, content competition right now. So yeah, we're right. we're in, in the right place, uh, place, right time. Yeah, and thing. just to
1: geographically, right, like yeah, we're like true. North Hollywood kind of idea, like we're in line with LA and stuff. Yeah. That's what I've heard is also a key factor.
0: When you do, you, when you wanted to get into video games, did you play a lot of video games?
1: I I did and the video games I was like kind of um, uh, really uh, honing in on were like really creative storytelling based video games mm-hmm. and not like um, multiplayer games. I okay. never really was into multiplayer except for Counter-Strike in grade 8 and I was failed grade because one. of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. good I days. was so into Counter-Strike <laughs> um, and I got pretty good at it. But um, at the end of like schooling uh, university I was really interested in more like narrative based games mm-hmm. and um I just couldn't find that many jobs that had, like, focus on narrative-based games yeah. that, um, that I was really into. So coming into animation, that's, like, a pretty good, like, um, upside because it's all narrative. It is, like, exactly. it's all storytelling. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's definitely got to be fitting. Yeah, I think there's game studios to do that, but there's not, like you said, there's not a lot. I think the focus is not on that because basically what you're looking for is, like, a, a movie that's a single-player game. Right, yeah, right. Like, yeah, like
1: yeah. for me, I loved, like, the first Halo Second okay. Halo, just because you're playing this huge arc, okay. this your Master Chief and you're going <laughs> to space and all these <laughs> little like stories. I, I really love that, like I'm big out. space opera, yeah. science fictiony kind of stuff. That was really fun, but then, um, yeah, I just never got into the multiplayer side okay. at that point in life
0: that's good though that means that that's how you get good at art right and i have time for <laughs> art man
1: like you can definitely lose <laughs> a lot of time when you play multiplayer <laughs> holy cow uh, so <laughs>
0: it's a, It gets a pro tip from sunny right there don't, don't play video <laughs> games no I, uh, that sounds horrible uh, <laughs> Shoot what, your life so uh what's your um uh, so your titmouse now uh, your lead character designer or have you transitioned into your i uh, transitioned
1: position? to another project okay. uh so i when i got to Titmouse, mouse yeah I was Lead on this show called Archibald, which is out now. Nice, very cool, cute show, and uh, it's actually written by Tony Hale. Mm -hmm. Um, He plays Buster Bluth, and uh, he's pretty funny guy. So uh, he wrote a children's book, and then became this show, and then got to work on it, and then now I'm not the lead anymore. I'm like a background designer. So I'm designing like stuff that I can't talk about, I guess. When (laughs) you say
0: background designer, so it's a two D show?
1: It's a two D show, yeah. But we're actually, I mean, some of us are designing in two D plus three D. Just to cool. kind of like, I think we just talked about this earlier before we yeah, yeah. started, like 3D is becoming like a pretty interesting facet totally. of um, yeah. working mm-hmm. in in a, in a creative industry, Yeah, like uh, animation.
0: That's the interesting part. It, it's It's like you're saying, it's almost like a must You. It's like if you want to be a concept artist or designer. Uh, you know, it, it's a pretty much a prerequisite at this point, right? right. Like, okay, you gotta know maybe. how.
1: Maybe uh, I mean in games. Like when I was first coming out of school, I was researching a lot for studios mm-hmm. and stuff, and three D was definitely a some a skill set that gave you a a pretty high chance of getting the job. Okay. Uh, in games, um, in animation, uh, maybe at the time it wasn't as important, but I think I think now, for me at least, I think it's pretty important. Like knowing just to even navigate in 3d space build basic things yeah, yeah, yeah. Is actually a humongous skill just to like organize people together and like craft the space yeah because you're designing for the final product like you are creating 2d work usually mm-hmm. and there's always that translation phase where totally. like someone will take it so this helps you understand that phase and also impact that phase
0: for sure yeah. well and uh, especially y- that that translation phase you're talking about sometimes depending on the artist you get it may not <laughs> turn out so well, or like that, Good like point. the understand. <laughs> yeah, so I can see even uh, where I work right now. I, I I can see the designers are benefiting a lot from that transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess since we're we can go back to your job then, because now that you mentioned 3D, um, y- even though you're working on 2D show ar- right now, uh, are you using 3D for like are you like camera moves, parallax? What is that uh, using it for? Uh,
1: currently I'm designing background So yeah. like in 2D, uh, I'm pretty new to 2D pipeline, mm-hmm. but basically we're like how in 3D we have like our concepts and then storyboards are in conjunction and then the modeling phase comes after and stuff. And then, uh, so the boards are not done. We're working on the design while the boards are being done, mm-hmm. usually, right? Uh, 2D, the boards are done. And then we're working on the designs because we're finalizing the board, right? Like we're, mm-hmm. we're not gonna make models that are gonna be seen as much. Yep. So we have to really s- stick to the boards in terms of framing and pacing and stuff. So currently, as we're designing backgrounds, we're actually designing the shots as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're de- designing the space, plus we're creating the camera angles to match the framing for the storytelling. Oh. Uh, the 3D element comes in because if a space is very complicated mm-hmm. to orchestrate, right? Um, a 3D base or a 3D organizational like plane helps a ton because you can yeah. kind of show that to people. You yeah. can actually show your uh decisions and your creative reasoning uh instead of just explaining it Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like a nice kind of physical-ish kind of thing
0: to see move that's awesome and then uh on this position i guess we're going to be bouncing back and forth but you're are you when you're designing are you leading the look of this project or you uh became a background designer after the previous one
1: uh i think i became a background designer yeah because um and I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, because, less you know, responsibility. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's nice. I've been actually in my career bouncing back and forth, which yeah. has been actually very, like, weirdly nice because uh, when you're a lead, you're, you know, you're you have a lot of responsibility, and you have a it takes a lot of like mental toll versus the physical yeah. drawing toll. So having one lead position, then moving back to a kind of a just a designer position is actually really great. Uh, and Titmus has been great about that because they. You know, they they want me around, which is great, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is okay. a good thing. <laughs> Why would they not, dude? <laughs> so uh it's a great change. Yeah. Uh, but we're the look of the show. I would say is pretty much like close. Okay. But I'm trying to h- incorporate more 3D into it to kind of like, hopefully, use this as a base for a new show in the future where we can use 3D as a yeah. an interesting look even. Smart for 2D. So uh, definitely trying to just pitch some ideas still.
0: And when you're um, when you were being a lead, h- how did you enjoy that process? What did your, uh, or for example, like what did your day look like versus mm. now?
1: Right. So I definitely come earlier. Um, <laughs> I give myself a break now because, you know, like uh, I think when you're a lead, you you do have a bit more, res- you have quite a bit more responsibility. And like you do have to like organize your time a ton better. So I'd come earlier and then that way it would just give me that extra little bit of time to just kind of base my like build my whole day Mm -hmm. how what i need to get done where i need to go which meetings i need to hit and who i need to talk to right so it was a lot of strategizing It was a lot like you know like uh, a board game where you're kind of like you have the week you have your 40 hours (laughs) roughly and how what's the best you can do and what's the best you can do with your team like because you're trying to help everyone reach a certain point right Mm -hmm. artistically or in the production or just like you know uh day to day even like uh everyone has their own goals day to day sometimes um so yeah it was a lot about just communicating but now i just have to really focus on my work which is (laughs) great
0: that is well especially when you come into as an artist that's one thing i'm finding interesting as a transition of when you i mean you make art every day and then you change positions and uh, were you were you drawing a lot when you were a lead did uh, you still have a lot of time for to create work yeah surprisingly
1: yeah yeah. i think every time i've been a lead i've had a a lot of drawing to do and painting to do, which yeah. is awesome, actually. It's that a good means blend. you're
0: good at managing your time. Uh,
1: or, you know what,
2: I'll take that. Okay, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything else. Yeah, will yeah, yeah. I'll take, yeah, take that. <laughs> That's great. That's
0: awesome. And then, uh, I guess, and your, because you're saying you're b- bouncing back and forth, um, is it just bec- so you can have that, like you're saying, that time to... Uh, it's not a time off it's just like just focused on the art like is that the preference for you
1: honestly it really hasn't been my decision it's oh, just damn. worked out that way
0: which is actually take whatever comes you cool, way yeah. yeah nice so
1: I'm pretty open to it
0: like nice. um,
1: as long as they pay me that's right I know <laughs>
0: give them money for good food and coffee <laughs> I like my coffee yeah, me too <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, because you've been in the industry for quite a oh, do you know how long you've been uh now in in the industry I, yeah we're yeah, just like th- when did you graduate
1: uh graduate 2013 so it's okay. been like six years
0: very nice what's your favorite and uh least favorite thing about animation industry <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> time to yeah time to truth. talk some
0: shit
2: yeah talk some <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> uh favorite thing has definitely been just like like meeting some pretty amazing people mm-hmm. like i've met some pretty cool people worked with them too and it's just been super inspiring because like it's like some of these people that i've met it feels like you know i was still in school because i was learning so much from them mm-hmm. and that's been awesome because like i think if i didn't meet them i would i don't know i, I feel like i would stagnate mm-hmm. so i think they definitely inspired me a lot more to get better and to kind of grow at mm-hmm. uh, least a uh, good thing I think would be hmar.
0: You can mention a couple. Huh? <laughs> <You can> <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I think it's just like, you. you know,
1: seeing sometimes um I guess people be unprofessional and also like not understand, you know, the human elements of like the art. Mm. So like I've seen some people make decisions based on like business versus art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like that's obviously yeah, it just sucks. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's getting better hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> how do you w- w- Yeah, that's that's uh, that's an interesting uh, topic you brought up. How do you feel about those do you or how do you actually how do you deal with those decisions uh personally when they occur? I
1: I just talk to people like it's I I find it's like, you know, I find myself uh personality-wise I I'm definitely like a bit of both extrovert and introvert. Mm-hmm. So like um, but I'm definitely very shy sometimes. So when I need to talk to someone, I'm like, I'll f- my my brain goes off and it's like finding million and one ways to like not talk to them. Mm-hmm. But then I have to force myself to really just talk to them, if, even if it's hard. And then you know try to get them to understand what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. and then hopefully they come around. And usually they do, which is really good. And I think that speaks to people's um, ability to change. Mm. Um, and that's been that kind of g- falls back into like the nice parts of animation. Like I feel like it's helped me grow, get out of my comfort zone and really talk to someone. And, and it's really nice to see someone, you know, respect that and change yeah, yeah, yeah. and be willing to change.
0: So when you're saying when it was like business over art, yeah, you've actually been able to make an impact and change those decisions. Is that what you're saying? Little bits. Yeah. Cool. It's been pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Get some victories here uh, and there. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. And we just make it f- hopefully fun for people, you know, like, you want to hopefully have fun so you can make good art because mm-hmm. obviously if you don't have fun if you're not in a good mood your art's going to reflect that so and that comes to being in your leadership position i think that's part of the responsibility is like yeah. the psychological part of it where you are there to inspire people mm-hmm. you know motivate them so
0: do you feel responsible for uh, like um, team spirit i think so yeah yeah,
1: yeah. cuz i mean like if if i'm in a lead role mm-hmm. you know like in a in an army way like i'm the person <laughs> to lead the battle so if i'm a downer like everyone else is going to be a downer yeah or feed off of that energy so yeah. you know it's good for everybody if like hopefully i'm in a good mood and even if i'm not <laughs> i have to be professional about it and like put the smile face on sony on. <laughs> or just be real with them like hey guys you know <laughs> if i'm this way today sorry i'm not trying to <laughs> you know burst bubble whatever like yeah. for the day <laughs> like i just want uh, to go something yeah.
0: <laughs> so would you recommend the industry then do you, would you recommend the animation industry to people yeah 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 i think like it's you know it's not so bad
1: it's not i mean at the end of the day <laughs> we're making some art exactly and we're trying to explore art right yeah. but i think like if i were to recommend someone i'd put it out as a wide cast like you know talk to someone in the industry yeah that way you can watch out for some of the pitfalls in the industry mm-hmm. and that'll definitely help you out so What are those? Uh, I think definitely like being like don't get taken advantage of. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's another thing. Maybe Uh, maybe you can speak about it too. Is like studios can like take advantage of younger artists coming out of school and stuff. Yeah. Because like sometimes I've heard people what they get paid Mm is like whoa that's that's quite low. Yeah. yeah, And I think like you know maybe it's good to you know get serious about it if if you know that's what's gonna happen you can kind of go into it. Yeah. and maybe hopefully negotiate a bit more.
0: It is important to warn people. And it, actually, the, the crappy feeling I would get is when you find out and it's like, oh, and they just signed their contract. Yeah. Like, oh. uh, <laughs> one year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like the
1: financial side. And then the creative side, I would say, like, don't take it as like something that's going to define you. Mm-hmm. I think like, you know, it, I think maybe that's another pitfall is like, I've definitely been there where you take the work so seriously that you feel like 100 percent personally invested in it yeah um and i think that's there's a difference between like being passionate about it and being hun- like invested into it because 100%, yeah. yeah so i think you just have to watch out you have to kind of control your uh mental state it's like your attachment I think. Uh, I think or so, yeah. or
0: yeah it's like it's it's like you said you how it defines you right because yeah it's, cause it's pretty easy either to get hurt or because yeah that's I was gonna ask you because you know it's it's not your project in the end right you don't own it and right. I think it's being tricky being an artist making something where you do commit and then mm-hmm. y- you don't make the choices that you always you would like to because you have a pretty strong vision I would say and I think y- y- when looking at your work I think you're like y- you you like world building I think you clearly have a lot of like ideas that you want to explore when you go to work how do you deal with yeah making someone else's yeah
1: art? uh at work I work a You know, it depends on the project, the context of it all. But like uh, something that I've learned overarching is um, always, I try always to pitch something. Like if I have an idea, Mm. usually, you know, when you're working on a personal project, you're exploring, right? You're Mm. like, ooh, that would be sweet. Let's go in that direction. At work, you know, because you're right, you're working on someone else's project. It's harder to do that, Mm. right? But not to say you shouldn't do that. You should pitch it to them pitch that idea and then most times like if they're cool and they're open they'll take it they're like huh (laughs) maybe yeah let's let's try that like they might actually try it out and you might actually have a good impact and then because at the end of the day yeah you're working on their project but it's a collaboration so you're helping them and they're helping you by paying you and uh, (laughs) it's uh, yeah the sunny guy knows something yeah (laughs) all 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 these ideas he's pitching (laughs) and I think it's good like karma right like you put the good stuff out there and you're good You'll get good stuff. So if you're helping this person, you know, in the future, maybe they'll help you. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, because you're trying to make their life easier by giving them good ideas. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: And then so earlier, you're saying you're working on a 2D show and you're hoping that the 3D translates into the next project later on. Do you actually plan to pitch an idea to them or are you talking about just pitching a process to the studio?
1: I want to pitch an idea. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be cool. Like, uh, I, I don't know. There's probably some like, some negative points of pitching, like where like, you know, you lose your idea or whatever. But, I think I'm just gonna focus on like trying to pitch a cool idea and then see how it goes and yeah. uh, Ti seems pretty open to it so I might give it a shot
0: that's awesome yeah and uh, that's one thing uh, you know what you said is like how much of it it seems to me that you have to f- answer your own question of how much you would be willing for the idea to change in order for you to be still happy with it right, right yeah, yeah. It, I mean it will right I, and uh, I mean it's very possible that it, it will change for the better right? we just spoken earlier before podcast artist that Like we're not writers right like we didn't study writing i mean we could have ideas of it yeah but so that would be that's an interesting aspect that could change as you right as your idea gets developed
1: yeah yeah and i think it's just yeah as long i mean that's the tricky one because like you know we just talked about being invested in exactly yeah Uh, this one you're gonna be invested because it's your idea so um there is that like fine line of like it's your project but then like you are <laughs> asking people to be a part of your project yeah, yeah. like you're asking like hundreds of people <laughs> to be a part of your project yeah. so there is maybe a necessity f- to be open to change like you can't you can hold on to obviously core elements because it is your project you need yeah. to you need to uh keep the inherent value of it yeah. but yeah there is that push and pull that's probably going to happen if you ask all these people to be a part
0: of it and so you, it's like you have to let them in on it and have yeah. a little bit of ownership
1: yeah, and you have to be willing to, like, let people pitch you ideas and then change it if you mm-hmm. feel like you have to be honest about it.
0: And then so um, as we're going to kind of transition to talking about personal work, these mm. pitches that you're creating, um, how, I, I guess, like, maybe, like, how far along are they? How long have you been working on them?
1: Some of them I've been working on since I graduated. Okay. So that's six years now. Damn. Um, and some of them I'm just, like, kind of creating little ones on the fly. One thing that I've, I've loved is, like, on Instagram, you can um, actually make little folders oh, yeah, and yeah. organize pictures. So sometimes, like, I'll just uh, see an interesting image, and then I'll I'll make that a folder, and i call it the name of a project. Mm-hmm. And then I will add more things as I see. It's like, oh, that would fit in that project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I put it in. And then I look through it later on. And it's like, oh, these are kind of interesting. And then you make a new story out of it.
0: That's cool. So you're collecting inspiration. And yeah, building yeah. From? yeah, yeah. That's really smart. That's um, what's the, so one of the, the – oh it sounds like you have tons on a go but the pictures like, like the biggest one how if you were like is it quantifiable in images is it like is there a lot of writing for it there's or quite there a process yeah, yeah yeah
1: there's quite a few ima- yeah process wise it's been image based so far mm-hmm. so i've tried writing a little bit but i just found like it's more descriptive for me to just draw and paint it yep so i've got quite a few images of it i've got some models of it too That's A model comes as of the part, <laughs> and then uh, that's kind of what I want to do is yeah use it as a good base to uh, practice the modeling too mm-hmm. with Blender and everything um, and yeah I've got some good critiques on it too because uh, yeah my wife and I we host this uh, uh, very randomly I guess uh, <laughs> inconsistent uh, actually it's every third month or something yeah. called a Crit Club yeah. so it's just kind of emulating what we did in school I awesome. uh, get critiques and stuff so I've got some good critiques on that project so it's changed quite a bit over the years.
0: That's cool. And then uh, as far as finding time for it, I mean, and everything else in, in life, because there's too much to <laughs> do. You, uh, how do you manage that?
1: Um, it's always a struggle. <laughs> I, I don't always manage it. Yeah. And, uh, but um, I try to work on it. Like, you know, at lunch, sometime at work, mm-hmm. I try to find, I, ha- I have this slot usually on Sundays uh, from like 10 to four called make time. Um, sometimes I hit it sometimes I don't
0: I'm taking away from freaking sunny make time <laughs>
1: it's okay I did it last night I'm <laughs> terrible I'm sorry world no, 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 okay. <laughs> 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 we need more sunny artwork in the world <laughs> um, and then yeah I just try to like uh, like we were just talking about earlier like um, using like Google Calendar like for me I've it's never been like my way of like living life it's like organizing it yeah. <laughs> so, but I've over, th- over the years I've learned I need to mm-hmm. if I want to get some stuff done so I try to organize some slots of time. Like, hey, make some project for Rusto here. Make it for here and stuff like that. That's cool.
0: So Rusto is still happening. That's the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a really cool one. Actually, and see, I should have done this from the beginning. Uh, for you curious people listening, you've got to check out sunny com or Grizzly Frog on Instagram. Yeah. Because you got some Rusto images. I was actually looking at them today. Uh, oh. Man, that stuff is so good. Cool, thanks. <laughs> Sunny's got a lot of really beautiful stuff. Um, I want to talk about... Uh, Man, uh, too much to talk about. I want to talk about <laughs> 3D, but uh, one thing I was curious about, the Dino st- uh work, did mm. you use 3D for that as base?
1: Yeah. So when I came on the project, um, there was a guy named Joe Ito. Okay. And he had actually um, convinced the team to kind of pick on SketchUp. Okay. So luckily for me, when I got on, like he was pretty proficient in it. So he taught me quite a bit. I sat mm-hmm. right next to him. And then over the, um, the months when we started, like we all kind of learned a bit of SketchUp and by the time the show ended we were like building full dino trucks like in sketchup like pretty detailed stuff i mean it was just blocking yeah yeah. the main purpose of it was to kind of uh help alleviate some like uh time restrictions like these dino trucks were like pretty detailed yeah yeah. and you had to do functionality drawings of each elements and stuff so it was mainly um, an aid for doing turnarounds functionalities explaining a lot of technical stuff especially because that the the next trans the, the translation phase the modeling phase was not being done in town it was oh, done overseas okay. so you have to like really focus mm-hmm. on communication at that point that way whoever gets it yeah. can understand everything
0: Dude, some of those designs I can't even comprehend how you did it, it oh. just, it's so freaking yeah so people listening check it out dino truck stuff because it's like it yeah man I, I I look at it and it's, not, it's so well designed yet it's so functional right like I was looking. For example, like there's one dino where he had like three wheels inside his leg yeah. and and then you did a breakdown of how all the pieces were attaching. It's so uh-huh. that was so uh, sound. It felt like it was very mechanically sound on top of being a good design. Oh, huh, cool. Was it like did all that come from SketchUp, would you say, for it to be functional?
1: We did yeah, we definitely when we were designing in SketchUp, we were focusing on functionality. Yeah. Because um, the show's style was that way, like there was no squash and stretch. Yeah. Uh, all the dyno trucks are pretty rigid. Mm-hmm. Um so you know, everything needs to function as if it was real life. So we did a lot of, like, research on, like, construction vehicles, aer- airplanes and stuff. And uh, th- I was fortunate enough when I started, like, um, I had some pretty awesome people to look to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Tiong. I think oh You yeah. know him, yeah. Uh, Chad Weatherford. Nice. Uh, he's amazing. He was, the like, the art director afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I learned a ton about, like, um, how to design these creatures, these mechanical creatures from mm-hmm. him. Uh, he had a solid, like, grasp on it. He was there actually when the show started in New Zealand. So oh. he was there almost from the start. So
0: and, it, and it really shows that you did so much research on reference. Just because, like, yeah, things like, I mean, the amount of hinges and joints you're using that seem realistic and are not the same once every time. Like, it right. felt like it was quite varied. Was it just like, uh, I mean, I'm try- trying to understand how that worked out. It was just, was it, I mean, good visual libraries on top of, like, I guess, design time?
1: um yeah we did yeah actually yeah we did make like a pretty extensive like everybody pooled in their uh, references okay and we broke it down into like metals like hinges like every little (sighs) thing you would really need
0: that sounds really good and then also
1: like like chad was great because he was our director he'd kind of guide us all so Mm -hmm. like he had a solid foundation of how like to turn the organic dinosaur into a mechanical Mm -hmm. form without losing the inherent like uh, aesthetics of like the dinosaur Mm -hmm. so we learned a lot from him like how to, like, like actually mold metal pieces together to make those, like, complicated shapes look pleasing. Mm-hmm. So he taught us all, all a lot, and then the reference definitely helped a lot. We he, we had, like, a pretty sweet Pinterest, like, board as well. Tons <laughs> of, like, mechanical oh, stuff.
0: So good. It's <laughs> nice to get that uh, all that info done so that, yeah, you can just work, pull yeah. up all the images and just get going. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was a lot of experimenting because, you know, like, Sometimes it looked too much like the dinosaur mm. or too much like a just a construction vehicle. Yeah. So it was a lot of experimenting and we had to break a lot of the rules as well just to make it work visually.
0: Yeah. It just sounds difficult because, you know, you're probably trying to avoid all kinds of crashing on top of yeah. having a good design that's functional. Yeah. That's where
1: SketchUp was pretty great because as a 3D program, it was a great introductory for an artist who's never used 3D. So mm. that was my first ever time using SketchUp was oh, cool. on the job, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, make it or break it kind of moment yeah. <laughs> uh, but th- it's pretty great because it's a very simple program but has a lot of like elements where you can actually test hinges out you can test like because you can actually have physics in there did
0: you rig it or how did you do it we rigged it yep. but
1: we didn't like uh, rig it to like be animated or anything mm. it was just rigged to test functionality wow. so like the three wheel for example hey. we just wanted to make sure yeah when the the leg the thigh part of the leg opens up and there's like a hydraulic underneath It hinges to, like, the tread. uh, And then everything is works, even if they bend side to side, which construction vehicles wouldn't, but these diner trucks would because they're in the animation world. So you have to really, like, move some stuff around, create cavities, (laughs) all these interesting
0: things. You're super pro, Sonny. Damn. (laughs) I'm uh, always impressed. (laughs) That's so cool. And then so recently you uh, did the class for Blender, right? Yeah, Uh, I I took a class. How was that? It was sweet. What was the name? This was with the... What's the guy's name? It's an sorry. artist
1: from LA called uh, Von Ling.
0: Von Ling, yeah. yeah. I think, is that his Instagram or is it something else? It's uh, Heavy poly. Yeah, Heavy poly. that's yeah. right. Okay. He's he working with uh, awesome. Alberto Mielga right now, right? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think always. <laughs> God damn that <laughs> Those guys, yeah. But how was how was the class?
1: It was great. It was seven weeks long. Um, it was hard just because on, on top of work. So it was like, uh, I know that was the time when I was doing the lead characters enroll. So <laughs> you didn't sleep? <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't sleep. <laughs> and I, I got sick right after the Uh-oh. course ended. Look at um, this guy. We like this guy. Hey, I worked with that guy. There's a,
0: I mean, <laughs> for people listening, there's our good fella Ivan, <laughs> Ivan Louie right here. We'll, we'll, we'll grab him. Oh, right man. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Ivan, interrupt us. <laughs> <this. laughs> yeah, we'll, beautiful uh, smile. We'll uh, look, look up that fella. Is it Ivan, Louis on Ivan Louie on Instagram? Okay, uh,
1: yeah. I don't know his Instagram name. Okay, while, yeah. while
0: you're telling me more about uh, okay, yeah. n- not sleeping, I'll tell people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, seven-weeks-long blender course, and um, it was pretty rad. Like, it was great to learn from Vaughn. Mm-hmm. He's a great teacher. And um, Ivan's taking our photo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, so his Instagram is I L O U E Y. I Louie. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Every week we're making like a we're take we're meeting on Thursdays, uh, but we're having like a homework that takes up the whole week. Yeah. So every week made something different, which was really cool. And uh, Vaughn was pretty awesome because he was pretty open to people mm-hmm. like what they wanted to make. Uh, we made like a we designed like a Japanese night alley. We designed like a tractor, Mm -hmm. we designed like a kaiju, which was like pretty sweet, like learning kind of like ZBrush modeling in Blender.
0: And that was every week?
1: Every week, yeah, for seven weeks. Crazy. And then we also built like, the last project was pretty cool, it was uh, modeling a Jaguar uh, Type-C car, and it was like pretty crazy, like soft form modeling and like Mm -hmm. with mechanical elements, so it was really challenging.
0: But honestly, yeah, great course. I think I saw, it, but y- you posted most of your work, right? Yeah. I posted
1: some of it, yeah, yeah. The hallway, sci-fi hallway, yeah. uh, all that kind of stuff.
0: It's crazy to see how good Blender is, how proficient it is in getting the final product. Like, mm-hmm. that's one thing that really impressed me is that, I mean, that, like, uh, what is it, like, live rendering? and Yeah, uh, EV. E- yeah. yeah, crazy. And then so this was, was this your, apart from SketchUp, was this your, like, second dive into software? No, software?
1: Um, so after sketchup which was on predominantly on diner trucks yeah, yeah. project after diner trucks i got onto this project called the dragon prince yeah. and on there like um uh it's a pretty interesting show it's like a,
0: Two and a half 2d D, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah it's like a 2d looking show but it's all all the characters and mm, some of the sets are all 3d models yeah, yeah. so uh, i was like kind of a generalist on the show so i had to model a bit every, uh design a little bit everything yeah. when it came to sets we were using maya so i had to basically learn maya on dragon prince so it was like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is always learning on the job so it's like but it always came down to people like really nice people mm-hmm. who are amazing at like uh, art and they were always very generous like on uh dino it was joe yeah. on dragon prince it was Matty matthew yeah. rogers shout out mm-hmm. um he's amazing and he was super kind and like generous and patient Mm. every like two seconds i'm like asking (laughs) him a question like for a good solid week uh and i left him alone but um (laughs) he helped me learn maya and then blender was like i didn't really touch blender yeah i used a little bit at this studio called dhx on one of the lego projects but um i when i saw Vaughn's class i was like i love Vaughn's work i really want to learn blender this is kind of perfect and then i just ended up like pulling the trigger on that and Look expensive, but like I would say, worth it. Def more than worth it. I yeah. would say, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. for sure. Yeah. It was really good.
0: That's uh, really impressive. I, 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 mean, I think I've said it before. I'm always so impressed by people who, yeah, you know, just work and still able to find ways to learn. Because mm-hmm. I find that that's so difficult to do once you're out of school, right. right? Because one, nobody's forcing you to do it, and two, it's finding the time, right? It's, right. Yeah. Do you plan? Do you, is there? Any, are there any other classes on your mind that you like to take?
1: Uh yeah. I definitely want to take some, like, actual, like, plein air classes because that's okay. a skill I've, like, really, like, never really dive too deep into. Mm-hmm. And there's some great plein air painters. So I'd love to, like, actually, you know how, like, people go on site into yeah, the yeah, yeah. into the rocks, into the desert, <laughs> and actually, like, you know, have a moment and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, paint and stuff. So I want to do something like
0: that. Plus we live in a beautiful uh, yeah. place, so definitely yeah. got to take advantage of that. Yeah. I'm trying to get Jesse Win- Winchester. Am I? Am I? Okay. Oh, yes. Uh, jesse i'm Hard gonna freaking butcher your last name right now I'm, the guy is uh, winchester yeah jesse winchester schmidt trying to get him in here that's a that's That'll a dude who's in vancouver who was just yeah yeah i love his it. work yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: i think i've seen his planners are pretty yeah. amazing yeah yeah
0: right now right now i feel like half of the instagram that i follow is in la right now for oh. live, <laughs> live box, so <laughs> i'm seeing everyone there but i think jesse's teaching in class there today so oh, really impressive nice yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah. We'll, we'll get him to teach us some planner. do it <laughs> <And then laughs> call me cool that's that's awesome though so you like you, you want to keep pretty well rounded I mean you're studying 3D studying design and then so next thing to add to the list is more plein air
1: yeah plein air and then back to 3D like I want to learn like cinema 4D because like I think I'm on like this like 3D uh, <laughs> you know binge where I just want to like learn a bunch of stuff
0: but why though why, why all the extra software
1: why not stick in one I think I think naturally I'm too curious okay. so like I think like uh, I just want to like try it out because yeah. like I don't know to me like art is like, I was never an artist when I was a kid, so, like, when I got into art, it, like, hit me like a, like a, you know, when you get, you know, when you do something and you really, like, you, get, yeah, you yeah. get obsessed with it, right? Like, it hit me like that. I was like, whoa, this is, this is fun. How old were you? I was, uh, I was in grade 11, so I, I don't know how old I was. Wow, dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a weird story, too. <laughs> Why? Well, I mean, my parents uh, went away to Vegas without us. And uh, my brother, myself and my my grandpa were in like Surrey, our house, and it was like snowing. So I didn't do anything outside. So I went on YouTube and uh, I basically saw this guy named Brandon McConnell spray painting. Okay, And then I ended up walking to Rona in the snow (laughs) and bought some spray paints and i'm doing it on our ping pong table wow and i destroyed that ping pong table (laughs) i did not know the concepts of overspray (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah overspray the the enemy
2: yeah
1: Yeah. so i think once i got that i was like this is super fun like this is like fun it it became like a hobby and then you know eventually it became like a an addiction
0: that's awesome that's a good one did you go and so okay grade 11 and then do you go to emily carr straight after high school or did you take a break Ah, uh, straight after high school. So then it's yeah. like, okay, you discovered grade eleven, and then like two years later or one year later, you're already in university studying art. Yeah, and wow.
1: honestly, I was honestly I was prolonging like the inevitable, is what I thought, because <laughs> like I honestly didn't want to go to like, I didn't want to grow up,
3: like in grade
1: twelve, like you know you have to go to university yes, or you <laughs> do something with your life, and like I was like, I'm not ready to do that. So I just said to my parents, like, are you guys okay with me going to art school? And they were like, "They were like, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, and that was like the kindest thing. Like, I think they were super kind. Um, but like when I was there, I was just like, you know, having fun with art. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to end eventually in four years. And like then I have to really grow up. And I w- my original plan was to be a real estate agent. Wow. What the heck? Like, Why? Because my dad's a real estate oh, agent. Okay. And I just really wanted to, you know, I didn't know what to do. Uh, so that seemed like a good thing to do. And
0: back then, you didn't think you could actually work as an artist? Yeah. yeah oh, exactly. that's why you thought it was just for fun? Yeah, that's
1: why I was like basically avoiding reality. Um, <laughs> that's a horrible thing because it's like, you know. The well, you're, it's like, <laughs> you're also
0: not aware of reality, really. It's like you didn't yeah. know that you could do that. And here you are. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. But at <laughs> school, actually, that's when I think I really got serious about it okay. in like uh, third year of mm-hmm. university. Because, because again, of people, like there was two people, like Robin, Robin Carpenter mm-hmm. and a guy named Mike McRae. Those two guys like they were my classmates and like seeing their work and seeing their like how far they were like in like their understanding of like art and design. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck? Like what? (laughs) How did they get there? It's like, that's not allowed. Yeah, I'm like, but how? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, And then like I just basically, yeah, like they were amazing motivators.
0: Yeah. So I kind of just went from there. How does does one come out of Emily Carr as a concept artist? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think out of pure sheer will, because, like, the d- I, w- I think I got definitely lucky because um during that little bit of time that I was at Emily Carr, we actually had a concept art, like, kind of, like, oh. uh, like interest. Mm. Like, there was an instructor named Derwin Talon, and he was, like, just starting the illustration program. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty open to people pursuing what they wanted to do. And, like, a few of us were interested in this, like, concept art field, mm-hmm. working for, like... Um, on projects like games and animation and film and he was pretty down and then he actually connected us with a few people so we got very lucky because i think right after us Mm -hmm. everything went downhill and it kind of collapsed a little bit as far as i know (laughs) so um maybe still good yeah but um yeah i think definitely that helped a lot and i think i think just like we really had to just like uh, like network a lot just try Mm -hmm. to learn as as much about what we're getting ourselves into outside of the outside of the uh the school framework yeah uh, a lot of youtubing a lot of yeah, well, networking teaching uh, yourself right yeah, yeah teaching like uh for me like uh feng yeah. he had like this free kind of like daily or weekly kind of like video he put out mm. and that was great i mean it's, it's like free learning like on youtube like i learned so much as watching someone paint like uh, all these different videos yeah. living in a magical time yeah but
0: it's so because i've had multiple guests o- on the show who went to emily Carr, and i think the biggest critique is just lack of technique that's yeah. being taught
1: i mean i definitely agree if technique is like yeah like uh, fundamentals um
0: because that's what you need like that's a must that's a you it's know a must. if you want to be a designer cons- artist, yeah. whatever like and yeah. maybe
1: that's my also my critique of emily car is just like clarity mm. like i don't think that gets across that like we don't really focus on fundamentals we focus on mm. techniques of like you know, theory and conceptualization, okay. which is super important. But I think just that clarity maybe is not there. That, like mm. what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Cause I think a lot of people, classmates, uh, we all were like, what's happening? Like, are we learning the right thing? I would think we all had like a preconception of what we're gonna learn. Okay. And then we didn't learn it. Or we learned it in a very different way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. one drawing class was hilarious. They're like super conceptual about like drawing. There <laughs> was like, uh, there was no figure drawing in drawing class, which is like a red flag right there yeah and um <laughs> they were talking about i think line and how you can represent line and like non-figuratively so we had to basically all like figure out how to represent ni- line non-figuratively and like what to do with it and it was definitely a learning experience because means, like <laughs> they're definitely teaching you to think outside the box but mm-hmm. sometimes it's so outside the box that like it's gone wow. like there's no no like grounding to it, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's floating in space. It's gone.
0: Well, it, I think it's just especially for you who's trying to go into this direction, I think it's can be very hard to use, right? There's not a lot of application for it in what we do um, on a day-to-day. I don't know. I would I would say there's a lot not representing mm. a line figuratively or you mean just the conceptual? Just the conceptual, oh, the conceptual <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elements yeah.
1: of. it Yeah, just like thinking outside the box and like yeah. t- it'll be that openness to like experiment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I feel like that technique, technical side, the fundamentals, you have to kind of learn a little bit outside. Mm-hmm so yeah. do, you,
0: do you have pretty good work ethics then like or did you i mean the oh, fact that when, you I, when i started or just it. in general i mean the fact that you taught yourself to i mean you're here you know. oh uh i guess
1: so <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <it> must <laughs> have, yeah. I guess so <laughs> yeah i i don't know if i was like the best at it but yeah like i <laughs> definitely th- It came down to the motivation like okay. you know i think i'm a naturally competitive person okay. uh, i come from like sports mainly as I was a little kid so comp- competing is like fun mm-hmm. and so like when i saw like robin and mike like killing it I was like, "Well, let's do this," and then like <laughs> I was like practicing every day, like anatomy and stuff. Nice. So, yeah, and like other like friends also had like challenges, like okay, draw me like two pages of hands. You're like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah. And then like next day you try again.
0: Nice. Yeah. Wh- where do you? Yeah, I'm trying to where 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 did that? Des- well, you had the desire, but the so the ethics just came through competition, like you're saying. Then it's. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Was it, when you graduated, was it difficult to get your first job? Because that's that's something that, uh, that is really the biggest step right after school. Like you're saying, try to figure out how do you make money now and live. Yeah,
1: (laughs) It was, yeah. I think I had a lull for like, I think, two or three months, something like that. Uh, I had like, I had applied to tons of places, but nothing happened. Um, But luckily, I was still like, you know, making art Mm -hmm. and like, you know, Aiden Gallery. That was the... He Ken was nice enough to give yeah. me some shots and, like, show some pieces and stuff. So I was still, mm-hmm. like, making art, getting stuff, like, shown and, like, doing something. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have, like, a job that I was, like, really, like, in the right direction that I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was... Oh, man, I remember how <laughs> oh, this is... <laughs> I remember, like, uh, my parents and I, we went for lunch one time. And we are pulling into the driveway at our home. And my dad just stops the car. And then they go off, like... They went off for like I think half an hour, just like how I need to get like serious about it, and like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god. About art or about life? About life, like wow. uh, just like you know, yes. like because uh, I think maybe <laughs> at that time they thought I was th- I was being very like like chill about okay. it. Okay. Um, and uh, that was definitely a good eye opener. I was like, oh crap, yeah, you're right. Oh man, oh, I feel so bad now. Um, <laughs> but then I had to like really think about what is my game plan, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I need to plan something. I need t- I can't just sit around and yeah. wait for the universe to give me something. I have yeah. to do something about it. So best thing I thought of was, like, okay, I'll just, uh, I'll just go to meetups. So I just went to, like, uh, there's, like, a Vancouver Social Games meetup. There's a full indie. There's, like, yeah. a bunch of different meetups in town. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. Maybe I'll meet someone there, and I can, help, like, you know, prove to them. <laughs> that I'm worthy. You're, w- you're worthy. <laughs> uh, so I went to this one meetup, and um, I met some pretty cool people. And it was super awkward, of course. I always are. I like they the, just are. Yeah, you just sit there, and you're like, Hello. Uh <laughs> and then everyone has like their own work crew that they, you know, chill with. Um and, but I met some pretty nice people. There's one guy actually, uh Matt. And uh, I don't know why I can't remember Matt's last name now. What is Matt? Matt to? Marshall. Matt there Marshall. It is. And he's a super, super cool guy, super mm-hmm. talented. He's like he c- he can make a whole game himself.
2: Impressive. Everything nice in work, the game Matt. he can make, which Crazy. is
1: this amazing guy. Um, and he has actually made a whole game by well, himself. He proved it. <laughs> he <laughs> proved it. Uh, he's not just Doug. <laughs> um, but uh, he was super nice. He uh, saw me one time, and um, he's like, hey, you uh, – and I was super awkward. at th- I was like, carrying my portfolio wherever I went, you know, <laughs> like super student. And um, he's like, can I see? I was like, sure. He's like, oh, these is really cool pieces. And he's like, hey, you, you should meet this guy. Oh, but I don't th- – I, I, he must have he left. And I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. Uh, and we uh, and he's like, okay, maybe um, maybe we'll see him next time. And as we're heading out, he's actually there, the guy. Mm. He's having a smoke, and he's like, hey, uh, Chris, this is Sonny. And then we met, and he, and then he's was like, uh, Chris is actually looking for an artist. I was like, oh, sweet what And then uh, he, Chris was like, yeah, uh, okay, let's uh, talk tomorrow. I was like, okay. Wow. So we had like a yeah. Skype call the next day, and he's like, yeah, sounds good, okay. And then the next week, I just started uh, working on this project with him, and it was like a small indie. Uh, Game, yeah, and we worked in the back of a toy factory. (laughs) That's pretty (laughs) rad. That's a good first job. Yeah, (laughs) nice. (laughs) And he was really nice. Like, um, gave me a raise at one point. Oh, look at you, dude! Yeah, (laughs) it it was like eight bit, like pixel style game. So I learned how hard it is to work in an eight, like sixteen by sixteen pixels. Like you're painting with one pixel. Your
0: decisions really matter.
1: Every pixel counts. (laughs) It's so hard. <laughs> you're trying to make a little human like in like that little resolution <laughs> man that's
0: a good story and how long were you at the, the, at this job?
1: I think I was there for like four or five months which is wow. actually pretty amazing very nice yeah. yeah and I met some cool people like some people uh, there were like, it was like six of us or mm-hmm. something in a <laughs> backward toy factory <laughs> and we'd like throw the toys around and stuff um, <laughs> And um, uh, yeah, they're yeah. like programmers and like there's one other artist uh, but everyone is super cool, super chill.
0: Was that an illegal operation? <laughs> just secretly no, no, secretly it was, working it was legal, in the back. It was <laughs> it, uh, they,
1: they actually used to work uh, at that toy company. Okay. That toy company I think maybe had some troubles at the time but they let them use the studio space. That's really cool.
0: <laughs> and, then so, and then after that, w- w- was, it, was it much easier after that first job? Did it, felt, it feel like a...
1: Well, uh, oh yeah, so after that job when yeah. it kind of like, ended after th- that job and a lot of other freelance work, oh man there's one thing I should tell you later that's hilarious um, you definitely should I'll remind you <laughs> uh, <laughs> after those like freelance jobs and that job uh, it helped fund like our trip my wife and I trip to like Japan then when we came back we're like we have no money we spent everything <laughs> we, we went to so many places uh, so we have no money and then so I was like, okay, I gotta try something again, you know, like networking wise. Mm-hmm. So Aiden Gallery was great because you know yeah. that Robots and Monsters show, yes, that sir. infamous show. Yeah. And uh, I ended up meeting like uh, people like Aaron White uh, and like Sean Caremaker, and yep. I, after talking to them, I really didn't realize, but they were in the gaming industry. Yeah. like, What? So Sean was cool. He's like, hey, Smoking Guns, I can looking for someone. I was like, yo. And I applied that <laughs> night, and yep. uh, he helped me give a good review. And the art director there, Angie, she was super nice, and she's like. Okay, <laughs> 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 okay, you can have the job. <laughs> she was oh. like, this guy is maybe not ready, but really? we'll give a shot.
0: Is, is that the vibe you got, or they actually told you that? Uh, you it's c- for the vibe I got. Yeah, I, or yeah, I think so. You had to, <laughs> yeah. to prove yourself? I think so, yeah. It
1: wow. was a definitely like trial by fire. Wow. um And it was good, good trial by fire.
0: Oh, man, I'm surprised they thought that. Because I, f- I, th- I felt like your work was Rusto your graduation project? Yeah. Dude, that stuff looks so good from school where I'm surprised people would even doubt you. but. I don't know. I think I was a little all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Uh
1: I've definitely gotten that critique before is I'm trying w- way too many things out. That's at because once. you said you're very curious, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm like aimlessly curious sometimes. Yeah. So that's
0: uh, Man, this is a uh, this is a very interesting story, but I guess in the end it is all about uh like you're saying it's like uh, connecting with people, right? Cuz yeah, yeah. That's one thing I've I mean you always notice that people just get jobs by knowing people, really. It's yeah. 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 I and mean you have to have the skill but yeah. to be yeah. there, yeah.
1: You have to like yeah, actually work hard but yeah people are really nice people are very generous and um that's why now like i guess like i'm in a position now where people are like hey can you recommend me okay yeah look at you yeah it's actually yeah (laughs) 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 uh but it feels good like i I do want to help them out like and and i'll let them know if like their work is not there yet like hey sorry i -hmm. cannot help you right now just because your work is not there Mm -hmm. like it would you know i have to look out for my team, right? I can't ha- hire you at the moment, but I'll definitely help them out to reach that point. Hopefully,
0: that's a tricky part because that's a little hmm. awkward. It's like where, yeah, that's a tough one because I think people do can't help but take it very. Some people take it very seriously, right? The cri- sometimes critique feels like personal, I guess. Right. That's a really tricky one. I still find troubles navigating where, mm-hmm. yeah, if you talk to people and if they're looking for positions or yeah, right. That's it because you know sometimes unsolicited feedback is not always welcome. Yeah, so I find tricky to navigate that part
1: yeah yeah i think yeah you're right like it's kind of like you do you have to kind of like ask them if, yeah, they're yeah. if they want feedback totally. and if they want to like yeah and yeah it comes into like openness and like boundaries and stuff like that yeah yeah
0: aiden is where i think i met you i think that was the first time i met you was uh yeah one of those art shows or oh yeah you're there, right yeah
1: yeah i think you're right the I good old days uh, i'm
0: pretty sure you're doing some life painting there
1: oh yeah, yeah maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, i miss aiden
0: Do you you miss, do do you still do traditional work? Do you miss that?
1: I definitely draw traditionally. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still like that. And it's really fun. Um, And that's kind of one of my things I was going to bring up is like, uh, because this is creative theory podcast. Mm. I was going to talk about the creative process. Tell
0: me. Tell me all uh, about it.
1: It's a lot about, what did I write? Here.
0: Sonny's prepared, by the way. <laughs> I think the first guest to come with notes. Actually, I'm probably lying. I think someone else did too. But my memory is not so good. So
1: I wrote something here, <laughs> and I can't find it. Oh, right, yeah, like contradictions, like uh, like of like a art, where like I always like have a process, but then I always try my best to like hey, <laughs> to like uh, mess it up yeah. as much as I can
0: sometimes. Or you try your best to mess it up.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just because like I think like it comes out of curiosity as well, and I need to like evolve
0: no <laughs> uh, hello people are being interrupted hello. but it's okay <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Sorry, dude, keep going. and um
1: yeah like i tried to like basically find ways to inspire myself you know because like uh if i get inspired by other people's artwork i usually take too much of someone else's kind mm. of ideas
0: that's pretty tough right like to yeah. separate that yeah
1: exactly yeah you, if you look at too much of other people's stuff mm. where are your ideas coming in mm-hmm. so like i tried to like one stuff i uh, one process of learning i like is like watercolor mm-hmm. letting the water do its thing and then you figure out what to do with it yeah, so yeah. like things like that help a lot like just kind of always throwing yourself a curveball mm-hmm. it's like you know like you always want to like surprise yourself or like challenge yourself that's so very cool that's yeah. not
0: easy though because it's basically you're breaking yourself out of comfort zone i guess yeah, it sounds yeah. Like. yeah and i think
1: like over the years i've learned it's like i think i need that i think if i get too complacent uh with my process or what i'm working on or something it feels like i'm like i'm not growing anymore mm-hmm. and so like it's yeah i always feel like in, i need to be challenged in uncomfortable
0: ways <laughs> and do you do that all the time or how do you
1: i i think it came okay that's that's where the funny story is from okay, actually let's do it. um so in school uh because we had the japan trip coming up right yeah. my, my my not my girlfriend at the time yeah right now um we had to get money you know we had a pretty big extensive like you know route to take in japan and it's gonna cost some money um so i was trying to do some freelance work and i found uh, at emily car we had this job board like just a push pin kind of job board and some jobs were there and stuff and i saw this one post one time and it was like kind of designed in three different columns the Mm. first column was an illustration that said hey can you draw I'm like hell yeah uh, <laughs> so confident. and then the second uh, panel said can you draw in front of people I was like sure why not right and then the third one was like can you draw in a leotard I was like and at that time when I read that poster I was so tired from the night before like I was like I think pulling an all nighter for a project yeah. that I thought a leotard was one of those gowns you wear at graduation <laughs> for some reason so you said yes so I said I emailed the guy like yeah I can do that and then um, I got a response and then He's like, cool. Your work is really cool. Do you want to come to my office? And uh, it was actually here on Water Street. Okay. He had a pretty nice office. His uh, name is David Childs. Still okay. a good friend. And <laughs> <he was freaking laughs> so awesome. it all worked out. I so it all worked out in the end. So spoiler alert. It all worked out. But uh, I went to his office. Yeah. He had the. He ran a really cool. He runs a really cool uh, design agency called uh, Living Blueprint. Okay. And they do branding and design. And uh, uh, they do coolly. They, they design like the stuff from Miku. Oh wow. Uh, Pacific Coastal, I remember, and all these cool Damn. things yeah, yeah um and he had this really cool room where all four walls were marker board okay so you can actually draw on all the walls and like yeah. erase it wow. and stuff so he's like hey sonny come on in um he's like okay uh, so we have a quick test for you i was put like put on oh. this leotard no 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 <laughs> that can later um later. Uh, so he's like okay can you design me two posters on the spot mm-hmm. right he's like design me uh an opera poster and design me a poster for a metal concert so okay. I quickly, I'm like, okay, this is weird, but okay. I just quickly designed like a like a pretty metal looking poster and a pretty like, you know, <laughs> like nice calm symphonic. With reference of, or without reference? Without reference, wow. just like sketching it out, right? That's tough. And that w- that's what he was trying to do was like, can this guy do it on the fly? Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I did it and he's like, okay, cool, that looks good. And then um, he brings up this packaged white leotard. He's like, <laughs> you're still cool with wearing this, right? I was like, then it hit me. I was like... <laughs> What the hell is that? Is that a leotard? That's called a leotard. <laughs> oh shit! And then I had that choice in my mind. I'm like, I can just say no. There's nothing wrong with saying no. But then, like, a little like voice in my head was like, you know what? I think you should do it. This is a good challenge. This will be very uncomfortable. And I think you need it. And I was like, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm yeah. cool with the leotard. And so we ended up doing it. So the taco was uh, near Emily Carr. It was at a hair salon. Okay. And so the idea was that he would talk about branding strategy and how to like creatively brand yourself and how to make yourself stand out in the market, right? Okay. And all these people from like companies are coming because they want to hear that kind of uh, they want to know how to situate themselves in the yeah. industries.
0: <laughs> yeah. Keep going. And um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, oh yeah, yeah. So he was he was gonna talk and yeah. basically there was this giant like board behind him. And that's where I was gonna draw in the leotard.
0: Why the leotard?
1: So the idea from <laughs> David's perspective was that he didn't want people to focus on the artist. The artist was supposed to blend in with mm. the, the, the blank white wall, hence okay. the blank white leotard. Yeah. Also, David is a very cheeky guy. <laughs> uh, David's interesting, I'll quickly give him a rundown. He, um, I think he told me he was in a Malaysian rock band he awesome. uh taught engineering and he's never been an engineer Weird. and <laughs> and then he started this uh, design studio and he's not i don't think he had a design background as well Jesus. so he's really cheeky and really is he smart he cheating
0: his way through the world he's or is like, he really good he's killed in okay, the world yeah. yeah somehow he's just naturally good he's naturally the
1: amazing yeah but yeah he always likes to push buttons and like try something different okay. this was definitely something like you know he wanted to sh- he, he had that idea of like that I'll blend in but he really he all. wanted that you know that, <laughs> that wow factor like whoa what the hell's happening <laughs> and man it was so surreal like um, I had to go change in the back <laughs> in the back before people came put on this leotard and I was pretty chubby back then and it <laughs> felt like so weird I was like on the verge of like Yo, man, I can't do this. (laughs) And uh, Uh, really weird things came up. Like, hey, David, I wear glasses. Like, how's this going to work? He's like, oh, crap, right. So he cut little holes (laughs) in the leotard. (laughs) It was so creepy looking. And then my glasses kept falling off because there's no place (laughs) for my (laughs) glasses to sit because my ears are, like, smooth because of the leotard. (laughs) So he had to get one of those, like, you know, like those grandpa lanyard things that stick on the glasses. Wow. And then I was wearing Vans on top of my leotard suit. And basically this talk started and I had to walk through the aisle from the back. So people Jeez. had to like, do a double take. And then I just started drawing. And it was actually like I was so worried. But it was honestly, once you're there, once you're drawing, once you're in a leotard, it's super calm. And it's like it's actually very still. Like you just uh, focus on drawing. Yeah. And you can
0: do anything scary. now. It sounds like after this it, experience, you can pretty much do whatever. It you
1: felt do. like that. It's like I have gone through something. <laughs> This is <laughs> a metamorphosis that I have just done. Like, I've yeah, become yeah. another You're a new artist. person. You're powerful. Now you, know, you yeah, don't care <laughs> yeah. what people think at all. And you know what the weird thing is? I did three more after that. Jeez. So, powerful. one, two of them at the convention center. I hope center. he was paying well. He was paying well. But then after a while, I asked him, like, hey, David, um, I'd like to do some illustration work not involving a leotard. He's like, all we're, right. We're all done right. here. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but he was nice. I got a lot of illustration clients off of him. So, I worked for Pacific Coastal. I uh, worked on a few other, like, kind of... Uh, in technology companies like nice. they make like buoys for the water I was like this is wow. really cool like, yeah. yeah so we got some cool work uh, from him and then he f- called me from time to time he's like hey you wanna do this I was like okay <laughs> <laughs> oh nah. man one thing was really creepy that first time I did the yeah. leotard thing um, this lady was uh, someone was gonna win like a trip to like yeah. a place in BC right from the Pacific Coastal Company so this lady went and I had to take a picture with her in my leotard yeah. and uh, she said like oh you did a great job I was thank you she's like I love the view and I was like, that's so <laughs> creepy. <laughs>
0: she was hitting on you. Yeah, she was a very yeah. old lady. Um, uh, sh- still still doing it. <laughs> so what's the lesson of this whole story? Say it's yes. I mean, be open.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was definitely, like, I felt like I got a good grasp of, like, you know, if you're open about things, it, it can lead to some pretty cool stuff. Like, this helped, uh, like, at my get my foot in the door in terms of like working clients, understanding yeah. that stuff. And David was great because he asked me like for illustration work, like how much do you want to make? I said like, uh, $16 an hour. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was high. <laughs> and then him and like the other guy who from Pacific coastal, they were like, they looked at each other. They looked back at me and they're like, okay, Sari, we're going to pay $25 an hour. And here's why. And they talked to me <laughs> for an hour about like value as yeah. an artist and like never make less than this. And like, really speak up and wow like, yeah it's amazing were, that they did that again like <coughs> generosity these guys are so nice because like, you
0: know some studios wouldn't do that or somebody yeah. would be like oh this guy is not exactly it. i was like this wow. is
1: so nice like so yeah really cool people so can you give some different.
0: points here to i mean if people listening like what wh- what are some th- the biggest points for why someone shouldn't undercharge so much
1: i think it kind of like um it gives reason for them to unchar- undercharge other people so mm, if true. you take it they're gonna charge it to someone else and then the kind of the process continues and i think as an industry you know as a whole it's it hurts the whole right Mm -hmm. yeah and i think like yeah it becomes the norm unfortunately so the value kind of gets muddled as an artist like you wouldn't undercharge like as they say like you wouldn't try to bargain with a doctor or whatever like (laughs) you know like yeah Yeah, that's what's
0: something yeah i mean i I know different industries but it's funny how these different standards apply exactly Yeah. yeah yeah
1: and i think like there's no like like, like, for example, like design, like logo design. Yeah. You know, people always say, like, oh, that's so easy. But <laughs> it's not so easy, and, like, there's a certain value to it. And like, there's a lot of work in process lot of and process and time and research, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's hard to quantify sometimes. And definitely. that's where you have to kind of, like, hold your ground.
0: A, especially when it has to be simple in the end, right? Because simple right. is more difficult. Yeah. It's simple is definitely more difficult, yeah. I feel. Yeah. Um Wow. Well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have to process the story. It's really. Oh uh, yeah, it was just fun one. Uh, <laughs> and there's videos, unfortunately, on the internet. Wow, c- you shouldn't have said that. I'm gonna go look that up. I won't tell you the uh, the link then. Okay, thanks. You find your way. <laughs> 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 I'll figure it out. Um, but <laughs> I guess we started talking about traditional work that way. So you're saying you do draw, but you know when, it, like I was saying, when I met you, you were doing a lot. Of, I think you did acrylic, you did water, c- uh, you did a lot of watercolor pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do you plan to do more of it are you or would you ra- are you spending a lot more time on your personal work and pitches that you're talking about what's um, how, i guess how's your time split would you do more traditional work
1: um i don't know i haven't really been thinking about like specifically digital versus traditional and stuff mm-hmm. but i think i use it as like uh what they're good for mm-hmm. right like so uh in my pitches sometimes i will do watercolor pieces or i'll start with watercolors because i find watercolors are a great way to like not control the medium like not right. control the process because they're so fluid and you let them do their thing because yeah. they'll give you something that you didn't expect and then that'll help uh, that'll help my design as I move forward with it so I usually go back and forth a lot yeah like cool. and same with actually like 3D I find there's a lot of like processes in 3D where it really inspires you like you turn You turn the camera a little bit and you're inside of the model. You're like, whoa, where am I? I'm in someone's like armpit and it looks like a huge valley. Like, yeah, yeah, it kind of like helps inspire you a lot. That's
0: that's a good example. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Which I've done recently. (laughs) It was like the Spider-Man model I was looking at and I went into it. I was like, this is cool. (laughs) I don't want to leave.
0: Wow. What was that in Blender?
1: No, it was, uh, you know, like an art station. There's this uh, thing called the Marmoset Viewer. Yep. so uh, someone had made a super killer spider-man model mm-hmm. and i was like "Ooh, let's get closer whoa too close oh what's this <laughs> it,
0: if you don't uh, when you're saying when you make work you don't think about it as um, like a traditional digital it's for the creative process maybe a different question would be like would you ever do any more gallery shows because mm-hmm. that, that's nothing uh I, it seems like you've done it at some point as well yeah yeah, yeah.
1: i miss it actually I, i've done some s- small stuff with like peter like yeah, peter yeah. Reek. Uh, for the book, um, so that was my most recent stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoy it. Like, I haven't really made pieces. I would say like like full-on like pieces in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Peter's was probably the last one. I do miss it. I do want to do more of it. It's quite fun. Like, yeah, orchestrating a beautiful like piece and actually mm-hmm. seeing it with in context with other beautiful pieces and yeah. how it all comes together.
0: And yeah. That's why I was in the beginning. I was asking you if you uh, animation is is your preferred medium because uh, while it. C- these things like one-off pieces and illustrations can be done within it it's still i think the application is very different so right. you know you're talking about you know doing these illustrations for david yeah. or doing these pieces for gallery uh, uh, gallery work um yeah I, I, that i'm um, something i'm curious about how how you're planning to spend your time as you continue creating work like what would you right. ra- where were you, would you p- split it between all these or would you rather focus on something
1: i think i think currently i'm definitely focusing on like the animation side because mm-hmm. i like i want to try some stuff out in it but yeah like it's coming together pretty naturally like we just had a gallery show at work wow. so nice. and then the lady she uh, jen brisson she asked me like hey do you want to do the next one a solo show I was like, hey this is like a gallery yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet cool. it happens to be in our kitchen upstairs <laughs> that's really cool so yeah i guess i'll do a solo show or not next month but maybe another time but group show she's doing like a an homage to Robust and Monsters. Nice. Uh, upstairs. <laughs> she was part of it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Jen is great. Yeah. I think that's my... That might be where I met her, too.
0: Yeah. Probably same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people came together in that place, right? Yeah. I know it was a great location and a varied, yeah. varied group of people.
2: Yeah.
0: Ah, oh man. Okay. <laughs> 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 we're, we're just going to think about the good old days. <laughs> um, when you make your work, how do you... Um, do you put... Uh, what kind of motivation do you have behind it? Especially like when you're making pitches, are you, it does it start out through the visual, like, uh, or is there any kind of themes you want to convey? How do you start out those projects?
1: Hmm. I, ah, uh, it's always very like uh, here and there, like very fluid. Like sometimes I'll start with like a, a specific idea I have. Like I really want to convey this idea. Other times I'm just like basically exploring until I find an idea that is like, Oh, that is pretty interesting. And I'll kind of run with that a little bit more. So I haven't really like gotten a standard mm-hmm. of like the process of a p- for making something like that, yeah. a project or a pitch.
0: One thing I, I I think I often ask here, and that's because I'm trying to figure out for myself. But uh, so, so this I- ideas behind creating artwork, uh, I think in animation or often in design, it can be very. Um, what be the word? It, it can be very not surface level but the motivation behind creating concept art is to create a cool image that's <laughs> concept arty i mean the quotation marks adjective right. you know what i mean sometimes you know people would want to make a cool orc so you can make a cool orc. Uh, you know i think right. the uh, and maybe it sounds like i'm saying it's like like it's a bad thing but typically to me it feels like sometimes it ends there right but so then if for example you are trying to create you know a, a world uh, a bigger narrative. I guess where i'm going with this i want to ask is that when you are creating those bigger narratives is it is it a sense of wonder is is it a sense of uh, uh is it a lesson that you want to teach
1: mm. um. i think it yeah i don't know like i don't know if i'm like trying to teach anything mm-hmm. like for me like uh you know the stories i always gravitate towards are like the ones where like you know it's just something that like an interesting like interaction between people mm-hmm. so like Uh, I don't know if I have, like, serious things I want to teach anybody. Like, it's mainly, like, I want to kind of show cool, like, human interactions. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do have, like, I guess themes I go to a lot. Mm -hmm. So, like, technology. A few of my projects are, like, kind of very, like, future tech-based. Like, what will future tech look like? What would future tech with humans look like? What are those interactions? So, like, um, and I'm trying to kind of, like, figure out, what elements of myself I can put into it? Like, yeah, a lot of my upbringing, I was, I've never been like, I guess, into religion, mm-hmm. just naturally. Like, yeah, I think I'm too much of a questioner to be a part of religion. <laughs> Me too, man. But I do like <laughs> parts of it, elements yeah. of it, and I le- I'm curious about the traditions, right? Like, what, what, where they stem from, reasons why they, kind of originated and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i'm kind of trying to put a little bit of that in there like how technology tradition and like humanity kind of comes together Mm -hmm. so those themes are definitely coming together but i don't know if i've really gotten like a solid like something i want someone to take away from it yet Mm. i've just been focusing on like what i'm conveying yeah and then i'll figure out what people will take from it yeah
0: i know it's very hard and i'm not even sure if that's a if it's even a a right thing to think about when creating right because i think Mm. uh, My problem is that I overthink stuff, which uh, could be an enemy, you know. But on the other hand, uh, personally, I think I find that it helps to know there is more behind it. But uh, but it just sounds overwhelming, though, because one, uh, not even having a teachable moment, because I think that on its own means you need to have experience to try to actually convey something. But then I, I like what you're saying about whether the themes or feelings you're trying to convey. And one thing I've heard in the past before is also is just, yeah, try to put yourself into it, yeah. right? Like what what makes you maybe different and what your interests are Yeah. and throwing that in. But even that is hard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it, it reminded me of two things. Uh, one was like um, there was this documentary, um, uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's about Miyazaki mm-hmm. um, from Studio Ghibli. Nice. And uh, he does this thing where like um, he'll put in a scene, not because – like storytelling wise it belongs there mm-hmm. but feeling wise it belongs there because mm-hmm. he's orchestrating it feeling wise so sometimes he'll just throw it in because that moment feels right like you need something here and then he's obviously he's on another level uh <laughs> he closes <laughs> his eyes and he storyboards i'm like what <laughs> wow. that's so cool he doesn't do a script apparently i was like what in yeah, the world I heard that. that's so cool the wizards <laughs> <laughs> and then the second thing that i thought of when he said that was like an uh, abstract art mm-hmm. because like you know that's something i've always been like, curious about since school is because like, we went to emily car we were exposed to lots oh, of yeah. abstract art you know all about and it. and at initial interaction uh, initial like initially viewing abstract art i was pretty uh, put off by it I'm like, i don't get it what is this? what's happening mm-hmm. it's bullshit but um <laughs> i think after a while i really appreciated it because mm-hmm. like you know if you think about it like as an artist artistic perspective from the art, artist perspective like you're kind of orchestrating something right mm-hmm. you that you will see that the audience whoever will see right uh be it like a film at a gallery in a game or whatever right Mm -hmm. you're orchestrating something and so like realism and abstraction are like levels you can play with Mm -hmm. and i feel like those are levels that convey feelings too oh yeah right like if you make it pretty realistic you're definitely saying something but if you want the audience to be a bit more questioning at this point you just kind of raise the abstract level Mm -hmm. and then that'll kind of like let them ask the questions versus you saying anything yeah. Right. So like that kind of goes back to like the process of making the project is like sometimes I don't have the answer for what I'm trying to say but I have a feeling that I want to convey and maybe abstract this kind of lends itself to abstraction yeah. where I can con- convey it through colors and like forms but I'll let the audience kind of pull something from it.
0: And often it feels like that's actually better by it's like by saying less you actually it feels like the audience will have a larger impact on themselves through the artwork because right. they'll place themselves into it right Th- they'll a bring an extra maybe reflection even. Yeah. yeah that's what I find about myself on some m- lyrics for example from some songs I really mm. like when they're so vague but they give an idea yeah y- I'm sure I uh, probably in my mind I go off on a Maybe it happens that like I go off and like in a completely different meaning than the artist intended, but right. it's actually, in my head, it's cooler. Yeah. <laughs> because then it will be disappointing <laughs> when you find out why they wrote the song. You're like, oh, this <laughs> is like, kind of lame. I should, <laughs> I should tell you my idea this about is your just song. This about
1: going to the grocery store. I <laughs> thought it was about a, a whole alien species. <laughs> <room>. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was
0: about meaning of life, but <laughs> yeah. okay.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's great because, yeah, like, that's, like, if you back, that's like uh, you got inspired by that. Yeah. So, like, yeah, something vague uh, like that, like, it definitely lends creates more inspiration right
0: and then that's a lesson for making our work yeah yeah and then see but then uh, then the tricky part is that because of work in animation and typically animation that's for you know we're making work usually for kids like it typically it's stripped bare of any of these kind of vague parts because one i think it's you know it it needs it's meant to be entertainment it's for kids so i think you're not reaching for high art or right unless you're studio ghibli like you're saying it's like and you're leaving these beautiful scenes and you know even though you could say it's for young adults kids but there's so much more to see I guess it's got layers where adults will get it too I think Pixar movies do that a lot Mm. Um, yeah I think the tricky part is then when you go to work and you want it to be bigger sometimes it's not
1: yeah and I think yeah you gotta kind of choose your battles like for sure yeah it's it's not your project so yeah you kind of have to respect it like Mm -hmm. this person who's like directing it or uh, created the project they had a certain intention from an artistic Mm -hmm. perspective so that's cool you know I'll help you with that Mm -hmm. but yeah I think it's easier to, you know, do that abstraction and that w- those ideas in your own work because you can't control them. Yeah, hundred percent. And sometimes yeah.
0: it doesn't belong where you think it should. Exactly. Right? It's like yeah. it, it probably doesn't belong in. Right. You're actually just sure. doing it for the sake of yeah, yeah,
1: putting it, making it interest more interesting, but it doesn't need to be that interesting.
0: It's all ego play, man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check yourself. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> Draw those pretty pictures. Uh <laughs> 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 um, yeah. One thing I always wondered about you, and now it's time to ask: you render, you can render like a beast, man. You, you can paint things and take them to such a nice finish level, and yet so often you, the work I see from you, you leave it at rough stage. Is there a reason why you choose certain elements to render out and take them to you know really like crispy finish?
1: I think it's time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my like time uh enemy comes in because yeah. like yeah i want to ra- and also time and impatience i think mm. like um i think i'm one of those people where like at my base level i am really good at starting things yeah but not good at finishing things it's tough so um i start like 10 sketches maybe i'll finish one yeah, yeah, actually yeah. That's, 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 that's a pretty good ratio i'll that's start yeah. like <laughs> 100 sketches <but> <laughs> <I'll> finish one <laughs> so i think it's mainly just like time and but i think that's another challenge and like uh like a a mode of like that a mode i need to practice yeah. is like actually focusing yeah. you know practicing focus and actually putting my head down actually cuz like rendering takes time and oh takes yeah. a bit of effort oh <laughs> so yeah. you're Quite like a lot uh, of i don't have the effort right now but i think recently i've been trying to really do something and just like stick to it for like longer than an hour yeah and then um and then practice so I think it's been helping a little bit. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. a good idea. Yeah, that's <laughs> a tricky part, especially I think because rendering is something that it doesn't always build on top of the idea, right? Idea is there now right. presented, and it's right. a, it's the presentation aspect that's y- usually work on yeah. at that point. Yeah, and I
1: think personally, I like rough stuff better. Yeah, like because of that abstract feeling, like there's little strokes here and there that imply something totally different than, mm-hmm. than what I intended, and it kind of like helps like inspire me to go that direction. Like, ooh, that looks like hair or that looks <laughs> like spikes or that yeah. looks like you know uh film strips or something i don't yeah. know
0: <laughs> what would you say is uh, apart from time is the most difficult part about creating your personal work
1: oh hmm good question i'd say like also like uh integrity <laughs> or like that idea of like knowing how good you can do it mm-hmm. uh, there's always a struggle where like you make something and then I. Uh, you just you just don't feel like you're ever getting to your potential. You know, oh, yeah. that kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, oh, I could do much better than this. Like, what's happening? Why am I not? Yeah. You know, getting past this barrier or this like, uh, force field or whatever, right? Like, why am I not getting further? Mm-hmm. Like, what's stopping me? And it's like, I think it's also like, part of it is maybe time, probably not, because that's, that's, you know, you can work with time mm-hmm. usually. Uh, I think it's a lot of it mental. It's just like, being okay with spending time on a piece, like 20 hours. Yeah. Being okay with, you know, using reference. Being okay with, like, getting feedback and all these mm-hmm. things and actually having enough focus to do something.
0: Maybe it's just, uh, maybe it just feels like we have to be, like, accelerated and amplified, right? It feels like, I often feel like I should be making more work, you know? And right. I wonder, I wonder if that's, it feels like part of the problem versus, like, you're saying, you know, maybe just do one piece instead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's actually definitely uh, what I've learned from like seeing like friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Mike McCray, that yeah. I mentioned, one of the motivators. Um, he's great. He spends like a long time on a piece and it shows because he's really thought things through, mm-hmm. right? Like things look considered. Yeah. They're not just put there because you, know, you ran out of time or whatever. Yes. He's really like put thought and effort into each portion of the piece. Even if he leaves it like abstract and like kind yeah. of um, lost edgy he'll still have a reason for it an interesting reason like uh so that he really inspired me like when we were working on the dragon prince i'd say mm-hmm. his backgrounds and stuff or his yeah. more importantly i'd say his personal work he would be working on I'm like dan that's pretty cool like and i think that's always a good um point of motivation like be like mike
0: yeah. and like
1: actually <laughs> focus on stuff a bit more
0: i like that word uh that's a really good word to describe it considered that's one mm-hmm. thing i y- yeah when you see a, a powerful piece everything is there for a reason right it's been considered been thought through and even if it's abstract yeah Yeah, oh for sure yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. all the decision making yeah yeah that's something definitely to strive towards right because i think but yeah i guess it's just about finishing work really because i think finishing work means you have thought out about everything that's represented right
1: yeah and now i think um you know i think it all comes into organization because like i took a a good couple of days and just like organized all these doodles i've had from Mm -hmm. like six years at studios kind of just make every like one maybe every day in the morning or something and uh, it would just sit there and do nothing yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I've got like this huge library on Dropbox so now I can work wherever I, and I, I've started to not start doodles mm. and just grab just a work, doodle yeah. and actually do something with it so a lot of the ones I've been posting recently they're just actually they've been started like two years ago in like <laughs> the very basic way that's cool and I'm like uh okay let's do this and actually like, finish it up a little bit
0: that's yeah. a really good idea. Um, <laughs> so then, as you're doing all these, what's your... Do you have, uh, uh, let's say, long-term goals and ambitions?
1: Um, I think, like, for now, for some of them, like yeah. those dragons I've been posting, mm-hmm. they're more, like, out of curiosity of, like, I should probably... I'm kind of curious about dragons and, like, how to paint them and how to render them because mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of Magic the Gathering and it's like super fun. Oh yeah. Seeing dragons <laughs> art all the time. Um, and a lot of my favorite artists make the coolest dragon illustrations mm-hmm. for the, that series. Um, so doing those ones were just to practice, mm-hmm. and then doing still lives is just to practice. But some of the pieces, I had like an idea a year ago, which <laughs> I didn't flesh out. Yeah. But some of those pieces kind of go together. So then I can flesh them out. And actually, again like the Instagram thing, put them in a folder and create a new project out of it. Mm. And then hopefully that'll kind of evolve as it goes. As I make more pieces, like that feels like it
0: goes in this. Part.
1: <laughs> this feels like it helps link these two ideas together.
0: So how many do ideas do you think you have on the go that are these uh, folders?
1: I don't know. I can probably just look at right now. Okay. I'll just count. It's uh, probably
0: more than five if you have to count them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Might be. Uh so save so one, two, <laughs> three, four. I'm gonna steal Sunny's phone. <laughs> six, <laughs> seven.
0: Damn dude. And they're all in your head, huh?
1: They're just here, like, in images. They're, like, basically reference boards at the moment. But they started
0: as a, like, oh, this would be cool together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. And, yeah, most times I don't even know, like, how it can be, like, made into a project. Mm -hmm. But there's enough, like, kind of, like, I guess characters and, like, ideas that I feel like I could probably make something really cool out of it Mm -hmm. at the end of it.
0: Uh, As the kind of time keeps going, you work more, get better, Uh, is the goal to try to... uh, so you're saying one one thing you mentioned was trying to create your own show pitch is that is that the goal do you want to direct art direct what do you
1: uh? i think like for professional work now i'm pretty like relaxed about it i'll yeah. go i think i'm open to like wherever it goes to mm-hmm. right if someone has wants me to art direct a show and if it's an interesting prospect of like the team and like yep. the idea and i'm uh, really jiving with it i'll say yes to it but I don't think I'm like really looking out of the way now, to like a specific like art director role or whatever role, because I think now, while I have like you know, uh, a job, mm-hmm. I can just focus on how to learn outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's giving me that time, which is great. So I'm trying to learn as much as I can because I want to try to make my own little project. So I just need my skill set to grow. Yeah. Like I can model stuff now. I can draw stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I just got to learn how to uh, rig stuff, animate stuff, Jesus, and dude. hopefully I can go down the pipeline. And and
0: do you actually want to do it all yourself?
1: I think so, yeah. I think it would be really wow. fun. And obviously, I want to collaborate with people. but I was going to say, I get more people, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to know how to do that stuff mm. just so I can actually, if I need to, like, do portions of it. Right? Like, yeah. It would be fun to try it out and actually uh, see where it goes. like. I have a certain s- maybe style in drawing. I have a certain style in modeling. I might have a certain style in animation. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Or rendering, yeah. you know, like all those type of things.
0: One thing is, and as we we're talking about time limitations, like you find out how little time you have to be a creative. I think that's why people end up you know, teaming up is because, yeah, mm. uh, if you want to make something by yourself, let's say it's a 20 second short film, you know, that's right. your next four years if you want to <laughs> do it by yourself. Right. It's like, oh, it could be one year with five people kind of thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, yeah there is I this hope. one, sorry, yeah, uh, no, there's on. this
1: one quote I really love. I forgot. I, every time I bring this quote up, I forget the artist's name. No worries. Um, but he's done some awesome, like, traditional illustrations. This is one famous one where, like, a whale standing on its head on a beach. Mm-hmm. Damn it. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I don't his name. Yeah, yeah. I'll look it up later. Yeah. But he said uh, something along the lines of, like, if I have to finish an illustration in two months or two weeks, wait what <laughs> it's like if i have to finish an illustration in two months i'll spend like uh two months to figure out how to do it
0: in a week oh, okay okay
1: working smart i don't know so, butch- so butch- this that is
0: this a matter of uh planning then
1: it's a matter of just like kind of like finding a way to do something yeah like more more the way you want to do it right like i i i like that quote because it kind of opens up like you know, the way that it's supposed to be done might not be the best way it should be done, Mm -hmm. right? Like, so maybe it doesn't take, like, um, four years to do it. Maybe I can figure out a way to do it in in a year. That's true. Like, then it kind of, like, brings up the creative aspect of it again, right? Like, you're trying to troubleshoot, like, this takes forever. How (laughs) can I make it not forever? Uh, And it kind of makes you ask those questions and hopefully figure out a way to do it.
0: That's true. Yeah, I think storytelling is so flexible that maybe... Yeah, And wrong. I
1: think with technology now, like having Blender, Blender's crazy. Oh yeah. Like having like, you know, uh uh even Maya and all those all the programs, like having them to be able to have them on a consumer level, like I think, yeah, like you just have to figure out a way to use them now. Yeah. That's it, like exactly. they're available. And
0: then there's no excuses. <laughs> right. I wanna see I just wanna see a sunny shot project. Sorry? I just wanna see like sunny full on project from uh, you. So I'm just oh. I'm excited. I can't <laughs> wait.
1: Oh mm-hmm. cool me
0: too i hope <laughs> you do uh, i mean whatever your these pitches you're talking about or l- i i really hope it works out I, uh, yeah because yeah. it's I love all your work all your paintings so i think it would be cool to see what wh- what is it that you're really about In one <laughs> <N1. laughs> yeah N1 i'm short. curious too <laughs> okay well i, know, I think we <laughs> have to be waiting um <laughs> let's see i was gonna ask uh, do you feel like your life is pretty balanced at this point overall uh,
1: uh no it's always i think it's always um I think b- it goes back to like me always want to challenge myself because when it feels balanced, <laughs> I'm like, I think I need a challenge. It's yeah. <laughs> so too always, comforting. Everything is too nice. Yeah. I'm always <laughs> throwing it in disarray, which I love, but then like, obviously it's not the best There's thing. There's repercussions, the time. right? Yeah. yeah. My wife's always like, why? <laughs> I'm like, why do this? <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm trying to find a good balance of that chaos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I think I need the chaos plus maybe the balance. So I think, uh, learning a lot more skills yep. has been helping me kind of work faster yep. uh, so it kind of makes my time a little bit more efficient so that's where I can find a kind of find balance it's like not like you know respecting time but then uh, kind of trying to do as much as I can in w- time mm-hmm. that I have Uh um, not fun with it
0: though. smart <laughs> yeah a bit of controlled chaos it's probably really nice mm-hmm. you're creative I <laughs> you guess you kind of need it um and then, I don't know if I asked you this already, but, like, w- what would be your biggest motivator on a day when you have time, but you don't really feel like working?
1: Oh. Uh, hmm. I think I would struggle with that because I'd end up just goofing off it yeah. and then regretting it later. Same. But sometimes I'll just, like, uh, I'll, I'll go do something. like I think another aspect of myself that gives me balance is sports Mm. so if i don't play sports like if i don't bike or play volleyball yeah i will feel pretty crappy yeah so um if i play some sports uh then i'm just like super amped and like my mind's ready for ideas like idea production so if i'm always if i'm I'm in a rut i think the best thing i can do is just go for a bike ride nice and then come back and then hopefully something's there
0: smart (laughs) it's a good idea (laughs) Uh, I don't always do it, so uh, I'm a hypocrite. You got to take your own advice. (laughs) Yeah, I should. (laughs) Um, Let's see. uh, If you had to choose, if you had to work in a different career, what would it be?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. My wife and my friends, we asked this question the other day. Oh, yeah.
0: And um, we gave like
1: two questions. We gave like, uh, what would we do that has to be non creative? Mm -hmm. And another thing is, what would we do? It can still be creative, like, like, you know, adjacent Mm -hmm. uh, jobs. So, I think my creative adjacent was like to be a writer because it'd be awesome to develop that skill actually. Mm. And uh, would be to, uh, what was it, uh, to work uh, in film. Yeah, so if I were to change it, it's kind of like uh, pretty close to what film
0: I'm doing. on like p- production, you like yeah. on the cr- uh, on the set? Yeah, yeah, actually like
1: controlling the camera and stuff. like, cool. And actually, like, you know, being on that cool dolly thing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> these days, it'll look so cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the gear that they got. Yeah. So sick. Nice. And then the non-creative stuff was like, I feel like I would be a good salesperson, and I would love to do it you for love like, pitching. Huh? <laughs> you I love, love pitching, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to like sell like stuff I'm interested in, like backpacks, uh, cameras, bikes, yeah. uh, or I, I, I thought I would make a good tour guide.
0: I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I believe both, but don't don't stop doing art. But I can I can see it. <laughs> Next life, right? How about you? Uh, ooh, man, I, I always do this, I ask questions, and I don't think about. I think for creative. It would be cool to be like uh to produce music Ooh, or yeah. be in a band, but that's tricky. I think producing music would be really fun. That would be sweet. I like music too much. Good to see you do that. Yeah. Oh, the, see, the non-creative one is hard because it's so hard <laughs> to imagine. Because uh, I feel like not making it would be quite tricky. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder if like like, like firefighting with some of that would be cool. Ooh. Because what? I don't know, you get to still like be healthy, fit, yeah, work out. and save lives. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> And hopefully not die. That I don't know. Amazing. That that was in the p- something I was considering in the past. But I wonder... I mean, there's jobs like being a sommelier, for example. Like, you just like... Ah, yeah, especially yeah. if you get to a high-end level, you just try wines and buy them for restaurants. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty sweet job that's if you can amazing. make it work. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if... We'll, yeah. See, the one thing I, I always find, even within the art world, is that there's so many jobs and ways to live out there that you just don't know because mm. you haven't met the right person or someone haven't told you. Right. You know, there's... Um, I don't know. Just the the, the, the choices are kind of unlimited. Some positions are maybe very unique and they don't require many people. But I mean, there's yeah, there's so much fun stuff to do yeah. out there. From like, hey, you could be engineering fighter like fighter jets or something. Yeah, like yeah. How yeah. many people do you know doing that?
1: Uh, I know one person <laughs> actually? actually that flies. I think um, I know one person in the Navy that can do yeah. like the boat stuff too.
0: But so, you know that. that yeah, there's so many choices just y- I think you don't know until maybe it's later unless you're right. really exposed to a lot of these things but right so my answer is not a good answer <laughs> once I find out kids? all these cool things I'll give you one uh, so too, mu- <laughs> <laughs> too much to do um, I think
1: it maybe it's also hard because I think we like what we do at the exactly. moment so it's like hard to think about other stuff we're spoiled we're just lucky <laughs> we're pretty
0: spoiled what advice do you wish you got before you went to our, uh, university
1: um like art university yeah um Hmm. i would say like you know since it was emily carr yeah. i would say um uh try to do as much life drawing even if it has to be after school mm-hmm. as possible because i think um you're right like what you said uh with other people that have come on the show they also said the fundamental parts it mm-hmm. were missing and i i do agree um and i think i think i'm still struggling with it every time i i'm doing a, a work a job project or whatever is like the fundamentals I'm always like struggling still whereas like other students from like art center would be a big one maybe cap you know all these ones they're pretty solid like they got their foundations down Mm -hmm. um so if someone had told me yeah like you know sunny you're going to art world like make sure to practice uh uh, the fundamentals that would (laughs) have been (laughs) sick
0: i would have this it's never too late dude oh yeah Yeah. for (laughs) sure yeah
1: (laughs) i have i'm still learning now which is good but
0: uh but also that thing seems to never end right uh, yeah, It's n- never going to get to a point where it's like, well, my <laughs> live drawing is great now. I'm, I'm <laughs> just going to stop now. It's true, yeah. yeah. That's,
1: that's I guess that is the thing is you're going to stop learning when you die.
0: I hope so. <laughs> or maybe I won't. I'll keep learning when I'm dead. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll break yeah, the system. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what artists do you think everyone should know?
1: Ooh, I mean this in my notes. I need <laughs> homework. I'm
0: telling you, he did his homework. I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so these were like the artists um, in like kind of like chronological order that okay. I was inspired let's, by.
0: let's do it. Let's give people a list.
1: So when I first got into art, this was the space painter guy, uh, Brandon McConnell. Okay, and uh, he's he does some really cool like YouTube videos. He's done like what is it like 30 second spray paintings? Like wow, they're so fast. And he's <laughs> he uses like, two spray cans. So basically, he the spray space painter, spray painter. Uh, Style is like usually um, using uh, a lot of stencils, like cooking pans and stuff, and you're making like pretty crazy surreal planets, and Mm -hmm. you've probably all seen it. Um, And then there's also the other style where there you can actually kind of paint like a Bob Ross painting (laughs) with (laughs) spray paints. Nice. So um, through Brandon, uh, he had created an online forum where there's like tons of artists. Like I can't remember everyone's name, but there was so many Mm -hmm. influential people there that helped us all learn. There's a great little forum kind of community. That's awesome. And then after that. I think uh, as I was exploring art more in, like, high school, in, like, grade 12 and stuff, I g- really got into, like, these artists from, like, the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Party, Greg Simpkins, Jeremy Fish, David Cho, and James Jean. Okay. All these artists were, like, so James Jean is probably the yeah. most, like, famous. But
0: are all of them illustrators? And then it They're sounds
1: like pretty much all illustrator, like, fine They're not, artists. like, video, yeah, they're not video game artists. No, no, okay, this was, cool. like, this was before I even knew wow. the video game world. That's cool. So, um, yeah, it was really that was kind of like my base was like pure traditional pure mm-hmm. illustration pure you know, like graffiti pure like nice. fine art yeah, yeah. Um, I love David Cho he's probably like one of my favorite artists of all time yeah, really? he was oh. the guy who got really famous because uh, he did a like a table mural for Facebook and they paid him in <laughs> stock versus $10,000 <laughs> and now he had, he had like something like $200 million it he was super
0: it. smart I feel like we talked about him recently <laughs> too yeah no that's uh, that's a good move but he's interesting I, I, yeah. I
1: love him like uh, his artwork and also his like Personality is really cool mm-hmm. and then after that um yeah you you Aww. jace peter reek sean Cameron, andrew young mm-hmm. aiden gallery yeah. um there you guys are all like my inspirations when i was like in school uh Damn, that was, like, are my, my inspiration sonny <laughs> 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 romance we're having a moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then after that uh during the later end of like university yeah we kind of like my friends and i we kind of all um really got inspired by this video game community. Mm-hmm. So there was like obviously like Craig Mullins were like what the hell what, yeah. the, what the heck is this work? It is crazy. He's
0: next level alien. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh Jamie Jones, another yeah. alien, uh Kotaki, Theo Prince, Richard Anderson, all these guys from like Seattle yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff and they were super in, like awesome and, and the Bungie people, right? Or, uh, yeah, I, I think they worked yeah. everywhere like yeah. Guild Wars and yeah. all these games and stuff. And it was cool because at that time thanks to like people like Jonathan Tiong and stuff mm-hmm. uh, they were like this nice back and forth like um, all these artists from Seattle came up for Anomaly mm-hmm. all these really cool workshops and then I think Seattle was doing workshops so all these micro artists would go down so cool. there was like that nice like kind of proximity to mm-hmm. all these amazing artists and then nowadays I'm really interested in people like Mielgo yeah. Alberto Mielgo Robert Valley, uh, Alex J. Brady uh, still love Otomo like uh, Katsuhiro Otomo like Akira oh yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. all that, all that kind of stuff so yeah, now I think I'm really gravitated towards, like, uh, people who work, like, realistic and abstract together. Yeah. Um, it's just so inspiring to see.
0: I love what you, these the last artists you mentioned, too, is that they feel... I feel like they bridge a gap between entertainment and fine art, conceptual right. and Yeah, I can think of that, yeah. Yeah, because it's like they make things that would be entertainment, but the inter- that entertainment is sophisticated and it's got more than just a surface level. Right. Like, you know, you look at the Robert Valley books or Mio Go yeah. Art, it's, it's, you know, even, like tron stuff it still has so much character like yeah. it's uh, yeah
1: and that, that that's a good point i never thought of that but it is like i guess m- merging the two of my like what people i got inspired by earlier well mm-hmm. fine artists now yeah that's right that's like oh ha. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Wow. laughs> revelation
0: <laughs> damn dude i I've, thanks for all, all i'm gonna have to re-listen to this and look up uh some of the people that i didn't know oh, but okay. yeah i'm a guy that's what yeah but those artists wizards um, okay let's see and then last one uh, what's a piece of art you know whether it's music movie books whatever that had a huge impact on you
1: ah so it was The Matrix oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love The Matrix it's that's such awesome. a cool movie it is very good like uh, I had that's probably the best thing I've ever bought is at Ross <laughs>
2: i found the whole matrix trilogy set with
1: animatrix dvd oh Oh my god for (laughs) ten dollars and i love it change
0: forever yeah i mean it was really revolutionary writing and yeah yeah yeah.
1: i love it because yeah like it's so interesting like uh it has i I guess it also inspired me to do this kind of like projects of like the humanity technology tradition because the matrix has basically all of that like um it's about like the consciousness and like how like people are living and then what's real what's not and like all the interesting elements like the, the religious aspects of it all these and it
0: feels things. like it's actually becoming more and more re- relevant in our world right, right like yeah. when you hear the Neuralink and yeah. from the mos- and like the technology that is being developed it feels like we're actually heading more and more towards right something i mean uh, uh, maybe i'm o- exaggerating but it feels like things that used to be science fiction are actually yeah. becoming a reality which is impressive I mean, you talk to your car and your robots at <laughs> home, like you talk to your robot phone. <laughs>
1: <It's> <laughs> VR. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I just love it. It's such a cool movie. I love the cinematography of it. Mm-hmm. I love the, like the characters: Morpheus, Neo, Trinity. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah. It's cool. just a, such a cool <laughs> movie. Like I, I don't know. I love. Yeah. It. yeah.
0: And it's, uh, it's so many themes. That, yeah. Yeah, and I also love Monsters Inc. Okay. The uh, first one.
1: Such a good did, movie did it like, change your life as well? Yeah Because like It was like uh, In a way Similar concepts Like oh, Two worlds That's out the world, Yeah <laughs> true But you, like On a very cuter level You just write a thesis statement About how <laughs> Matrix And Monsters Inc Is the same movie <laughs> Yes Fan <grand> theory
0: <laughs> Cool Sunny you're A magical human being oh, You're super you. good Thank you so much For taking your time I really appreciate it man It's oh. uh, Yeah This was really good We shook our hands Always uh, Yeah we just did You didn't know always okay. very inspiring don't stop making art um, you're not allowed to you're not allowed to switch into your salesman oh, tra- okay. tra- <laughs> tra- <laughs> career so <laughs> I'll of here. Um, where can people find your work
1: uh, yeah currently it's just on my website uh, wwwsunny com. <laughs> so it. it's s-u-n-n-y yeah. dash s-h-h dot com and then I sell work actually on Granville Island if you want to buy some s- prints and stuff and original artwork <laughs> something just broke oh, um on Ainsworth, in Ainsworth, uh, That's it's awesome. called Ainsworth Design, I think, or Metal. You Works don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have like original pieces there and stuff. Wow. And, uh, my wife's work is there too. Corky Pipco. i plug there. Shout out, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Cheryl. Check out her uh, work too. Yeah. And yeah, my blog, uh, Grizzly Frog, dot com, I think.
0: Yeah. Look at you active. How often do you update the pieces <laughs> at that store? Uh Whenever less
1: often than i should i, I yeah <laughs> but i just updated it it's got some few new original pieces and then uh quite a few prints and uh stuff like that so it's a really cool store like there's so many local artists there yeah. uh you can see christian adams work there i love his work so so cute and funny and dark at the same time
0: <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah Whew. well yeah thank you so much that was really <laughs> good well thanks for listening thank for people. having me Sunny is a wizard. I'm going to have to listen to this and uh, <laughs> learn all over again. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you want to learn more about Creative Theory Podcast, uh, Facebook, Instagram, find us. Say hello. Otherwise, we'll uh, see you in two weeks. Bye-bye.
3: Bye. Bye. Да, совсем я разбогатею, я буду намного добрее. Надо ловить за жопу удачу, а я вроде это умею. Вот он, а может и не он, Кажись, представился случай. Чего-то я не понял, я везучий или невезучий? Сегодня неудачный день, все падает из рук. Да не бой, тут мне сказал. Бля, кури бамбук, я поел, плюю в потолок. Воображаю себя дураком, аплодировать могу ногами, покажу потом. За это мне денег мешок. Если испытываешь шок, то не играй в мои игрушки и не писай в мой горшок. Нет в моих действиях системы, кроме нервной. Я все. Равно ведь знаю, что я буду первый Я обычный парень, не лишён простоты Я такой же, как он, я такой же, как ты Я не вижу смысла говорить со мной Это точно то же самое, что говорить с тобой Умная слава лучше тихого безумия Свет в глаза лучше, чем пыль Подумал я, пиво пенится как море Скоро начнется качка Выглянул в окно, видел клевую тачку С утра один дома, то скучно, то занятно Посмотрел немного, бокс бьют не меня Это приятно, переключил канал Там Бен читал забитый В их текстах много воды, а в моих много спирта Стало скучно, пошел на кухню, скушал пончик Жизнь, это школа, но я не спешу ее закончить Вспомнил вчера, фу, какая отрава Секс был или нет. Было. Браво, Вася, браво Я обычный парень, не лишён простоты Я такой же, как он, я такой же, как Без репетиций, с утра объелся пиццы, жизнь забавная вещица. Иногда мне снится, что я в большой политике. о, как мне надоели ее ебаные нытики. Это похоже на бред, но я тут ни при чем. Надо бы тебе увидеться с врачом. Уже сижу в очереди, жду, когда вызовут. Я ведь не злопамятный. Я записываю, ой, какой я хороший Крошка, я твой навек Женщина для меня, наверное, всё-таки человек Кстати, о птичках Ладно, кончаю эту бодягу Всё, нем как рыба, в каждой руке по флагу Я обычный парень, не лишён простоты Я такой же, как он, я такой же, как ты Я не вижу смысла говорить со мной Это точно то же самое, что говорит